Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. PHNX Suns VIP Lounge brought to you as always by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five star review. Saul and Espo are riding roller coasters, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The Phoenix Suns defeat the Dallas Mavericks 109 to 101. Clutch time, Suns doing it again. Suck it, Luca. Suck it. <laughs> oh, my neck is Suck. killing me, guys. Can we talk about it all show and can I get praised for it? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. Jeez. I can't the pettiness. I love it. <laughs> it's not petty when it's true, Gerald. That's fair. <laughs> it's factual. Listen, factual. we have the petty god on our team. It's only right that we all lean into the pettiness. It is nice to be called the petty god. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I thought she was I talking about me. <laughs> I think I was talking about Chris Paul. Hey, Luca. Luca, hey, don't fuck it up. That's what it says right here on the can. You did, though. Oh, my Because you suck. Um, yeah, so that was a interesting game. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit worrisome there in the beginning. I know you guys will be like when Saul always says, when you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker on your team, you don't have anything to worry about, but I'm not going to lie, worried. Hold on. Can, can we... Go back about three hours ago oh to the pregame God. show. Yeah. Where Saul Bookman's like, this guy, Espo cried this guy loves too much. And, to pat himself on the and back. then I call exactly what happens in this game. I say they're going to win by eight. I say that the Mavericks will <laughs> probably be up for most of the game, but they're going to close it out. In you the final got this three one minutes. right, dude. You got yeah, it 100% you right. You absolutely so got it right. Over there but, but zip your however, my man behind the Max Shane knows how many times we've sat in this room and you'd be like, oh my God, we're down by six. Game is over. So, like, hey, chill. I got it right. And you can suck it. Oh. All right? Yeah. Damn, son. You going to put me in the same category as Luca tonight? No. All right, then. No, you're not a punk. <laughs> oh, I appreciate God. that. You're welcome. Oh. So. <laughs> son, yeah. what did you guys like down the stretch there? First of all, I, I love Mikhail's defense down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what was going on with my man all the rest of the game, but the little floater, and then the defensive presence on the on on, on that side of the ball. I, I loved his energy because I felt like it was a little bit more infectious. And then, dude, I mean, it's the play of the game in my opinion. I don't give a shit if it doesn't go down as a block or not. Mm-hmm. The fact that Devin Booker took a, a, a stiff arm to the face and still blocked Finney Smith's shot tells just shows you the evolution of Devin Booker from point scorer on a, on a shitty team's to stat stuffer, to now he's good defensively. He's he's legit good defensively. And that just shows you exactly how far he has come because we know he was basically a merry-go-round uh, his first couple of years in the NBA. But it took Monty coming in and saying, hey, if you want to if you want to be one of the greats, you got to do it at both ends. You just have to because that's what Kobe did. That's what Michael did. That's what all these other great players did. And he's showing you that right now. I think that could be a moment we look back on and we go, that was that was one of those momentum shifters, right? Where Devin Devin's block there is a moment we point back to. That was just that was a fantastic defensive move, aggressiveness. It was a game where they they looked out of it for a lot of it, just not not like not gonna win, but out of it like mentally. It just it was not a pretty game. Overall, they couldn't hit a three to save the damn life. I mean, we got Lindsay over here. Cam Johnson hits one of them, and she's acting like we need to throw a parade because they hadn't hit one in 18 shots. I, you know, Listen, it was almost an entire half of basketball. <laughs> that was a long time. I was excited the drought had ended. But like that's that epitomizes the toughness of this team is what Booker did there. 
against Finney Smith. And I'm glad that's why you save your challenge, right? That's why you don't waste it on some dumb play in the second quarter or third quarter is because with 40-some-odd seconds left, you want to you want to challenge that kind of play and get it overturned. Yeah, it's unfortunate it doesn't go down as a block because that was one of the best defensive plays of his career. And he's capable of doing that. We've seen him get back weak side blocks, chase down blocks. He's done it before, but you know the time and place, final minute of a game, you're up five, you're making this comeback. Guy has a clear path to the basket, and you come over, take the stiff arm, and block the shot. I mean, that was incredible. And this is this goes back to something Chris Paul has said that raised a lot of eyebrows when he first came. He said, I wanted to join the Suns because Devin Booker is a two-way player. He tries on both ends of the court. And we're finally seeing that now that the Suns have a good defense and a good basketball team. It's it's really cool to see that. Can you explain to me why it doesn't go down as a block? Because it was a charge. Because was, they had yeah. they called the they, they called, called it an foul. offensive yeah. foul. Yeah. yeah. But didn't the offensive foul occur after he blocked the shot? No. He, you can see in the replay, he gets the face, and then his his hand is like right by the okay. ball. And he gets the block. So, but we're we're all collectively in block. agreement. We're counting it as a block, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Okay. On this side of the fence, we say okay. it's a block. Just making sure <laughs> it'll forever go down as the block. <laughs> the block. Yes. So Brittany in the chat um, made a joke that his nose held up a little bit better this time around than the last time around. Yes. And then we had a couple of people asking. I don't remember Gerald. Maybe you remember. During the playoffs, wait, because his nose was broken. Yes. Did he have to have surgery on it, or did they just reset it and he, send him on his merry way? He had way? plastic surgery on it, didn't he? I know that over the off season he needed surgery on it. Um, I don't remember for sure if he actually got it, but he definitely needed surgery. We know who his his, his girl is. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on, bro. They got them good, good, the doctors. best surgeons in the world. <laughs> you got so. some butt implants while he's in there too. You, know, <laughs> you got a, little, a few BBLs whole, right there. You get everything done. <laughs> Oh, Somebody no. on Twitter did say he's looking real trim and fit tonight. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because somebody said that earlier in this career, he was looking a little thick. So <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Um, oh, Bismarck Biombo oh, came to play tonight. Espo, what are, what's the new one? The Bismarck Boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to hear that sound. I love it. Like Bismarck Boys. Oh my gosh. Oh, just for you, Gerald. <laughs> oh, put it out of loop. I don't know. Oh my! It's, it's like my milkshake right. brings all the boys to the yard over here. Oh, oh my God! God. Bismarck <laughs> finished with nine points. He had two steals and four rebounds and an assist. And it all came in like two minutes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> about like. Yeah, he was he was big because Javale McGee was not cutting it tonight. He actually mm -hmm. wound up playing twenty eight minutes to Javale's eighteen. So that was Ooh. they needed somebody. Step rough. into those minutes off the five with DA out, and he did a really nice job. He got a couple of fouls on Luca, but you know, Luca's a tough guy to guard, so he did a really good job on both ends. I know at the beginning of the year, we kind of talked about how uh, Javel should be considered for sixth man of the year. Mm. You're starting to see why some of these things did not happen, why he was inconsistent, why at the end of last season he wasn't getting any run with the Nuggets. Like, you're starting to see glimpses of that, and I'm hoping that Chris Paul. Will be the one to kind of pull him out of that funk and 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 kind of get him back into shape because they're going to need Javale in the playoffs for sure, um, but not the Javale that showed up tonight because uh, I, that was that was just not good. Uh, all praise to the champ too, James Jones. Another great find by James Jones and bringing in Bismarck and being smart enough to sign him to the full season deal as well. Mm. You're going to need him down the stretch. Well, and on the flip side too. Great for Bismarck to be selective in which team he wanted yep. to go to because he did turn down offers before the Suns came knocking. So, yeah, but also shout out to James Jones because he helped create that environment <laughs> that made him want to come here yeah. in the first place. So. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, it was really cool to see just – and he had a pretty good game on Monday, right? And I missed the game. But if I recall correctly, he had a pretty good game on yeah. Monday, yeah? Mm -hmm. So it's good to see him string a few together here and step up big when the team needed him. I feel like he's going to be a really good addition. He's um, he's he's been great so far. I mean, if you look at the the top three point getters per possession in pick and roll coverages, Da and Javale McGee are in that top three. But if Bismarck had the same number of possessions as those guys, he would be above Da and just below Javale. So they would have three of the top four pick and roll uh, points per possession guys in the NBA, which is insane. 
This is a team that historically hasn't had centers like that. And now they have all these rim rolling bigs. He's fit in really nicely so far. What did Brittany say in the chat? Uh, about Shamit? No, about Booker's nose. Somebody had said something. Uh, about, oh, Chris said his nose no, was Brittany. set twice, then needed no, no, surgery. And then Brittany said Twitter was also asking if Book gets his hair cut every day. <laughs> no, she said that. I think <laughs> they just numbed it up and reset it is what she said. Look, yeah. look, I don't blame anybody that gets their hair cut every day if they, if he actually does it because I'd do it if I if I had the time to. Yeah. I, I hate a bad, bad haircut. <laughs> I mean, they have barber chairs at the practice facility. Yeah, so. Why not? As long as a barber rolls up, they could absolutely get it cut pretty much every day. And then they have barbers come to their house all the time. So it wouldn't surprise me. Shall we go to the bar, gentlemen? Let's go, Let's to, the go to the bar. Esba, what's our drink of the night? <laughs> the Charmin Ultra Shot yep. with a whiny little Luca. Because Luca is <laughs> soft. Soft as Charmin. <laughs> Let's go. And full of crap half the time, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... We were talking about it a lot tonight. Oh, shit, my neck. <laughs> that exactly. <laughs> it did kind of seem like it was being played up a little bit more than maybe. That's what, what he actually... is. That's what he does. Uh, but he does on. that on the court, too. That's not all on him, though. Why is the TNT broadcast acting like somebody ran down from from the stands and jabbed him in the neck with something. They're like, oh my God, Luca's neck. Let's show every shot of him holding his neck. Dear Lord. Ah. And then it's a miracle. He taunted them after that play as if his neck doesn't hurt. I mean, I do have a little bit of a problem with this <laughs> one specifically. Like... the TNT broadcasters are speaking theater. <laughs> Shakespeare theater. Well, it was. It was all make-believe. So. <laughs> oh, boy. This one I think I have a bigger issue with than all of the other ones um, because it's always some sort of like what narrative can we kind of throw out here on a broadcast as to why the Suns are winning instead of like, oh, the Suns are a much better team and that's why they're winning. I, I wouldn't say that because they were talking about this is why the Suns are the best team in the league. Like they said that yeah, repeatedly did, throughout the but broadcast. But I'm just saying in general, it feels like they always lean to finding lately they've been doing that more. But a lot, oftentimes it's like, what, what can be a small excuse here? I think, Do you know what I mean? I, I think, think it, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think with the Suns, we just need to accept that our stars are not they're likable to us, but maybe not as much to other fan bases. Because I feel like Luca is a guy that it's hard to cheer against him unless you're like a Suns fan. Um, a lot of these other guys, Clay Thompson, super likable. You look at Devin Booker, he's a guy that you point to the mascot thing. You point to the double team and open gym thing. Chris Paul, well-respected, but also a guy you point to like the way that he yells at people or the swipe through or stuff like that. I personally don't buy into that type of shit, but like I understand it's, why a lot of also, other people do. Like we have to remember, like it's still TV, and That's TV true. still yeah. has to sell the games. Like yeah. right, TNT like, knows drama. Yeah, drama. exactly. So like you know when when <laughs> they see something like that, and to be honest, if Devin Booker was on the side and he was like this, they'd have showed him too. Yeah, they would have showed him too. They would be like, oh, what's going on with Devin Booker or CP3? You know, like hopefully he can come back. And if Devin Booker came back in the game and hit a shot, oh, he's battling through that neck injury. Like that's good drama. They want to build that up. So yeah, I agree with Gerald on Clay. Like yeah, but, but Luca to me. I don't seems think like I don't think he's. Beloved. I don't think he's as as How as well. How is he any like, different than Devin? I, though, like they're. I feel like they're pretty similar. I mean, well, Luca came out like gangbusters in his rookie year uh, and set yeah, the tone. He was averaging like thirty a game. Like you're gonna and and he got passed up by like four teams to to be that guy, right? So I, I get why the Luca love at first, but I will also agree with you, Espo, is that I don't think there's nearly as much Luca love as there once was. Because, again, like we were talking about this earlier, it's only a matter of time before Luca right now is Devin Booker. He's just on a little bit of a better team earlier in his career, earlier yeah. in his career, I should say. If we're talking just on the court stuff, but if we're talking about like what I was saying, like the popularity thing, like the latest All-Star returns, he has 1.1 million more votes than Devin Booker. Part, part but but two years like, ago, he had like four million. Yeah, right? no, I get he's having a down year. So the, you know, the votes aren't coming in like they were before. But I'm just saying like compared to Book... Like guys like John Morant, Steph Curry, Luca, even they're just more, for whatever reason, universally accessible. Luca gets the Slovenian bump though, and we saw that with Goran well, here in yeah. certain things. Mm -hmm. He'd get he'd get attention because of he has a whole country That's behind him as yeah, a well. Country of like a hundred thousand people. 
It's two million. <laughs> it's a little over two million. Thank you very much. No, you're Slovenian yeah, trivia. And they, all, <laughs> and they all watch. They all. They all love all Luca. All right. They all love. Lu- <laughs> well, think about it. They had like three basketball players. Marco Milic. Not in the kitchen. Ain't Luka. watching Luca play hoops. I'm sorry. <laughs> What else are they going to do in Slovenia? They're watching Luca oh, no. play hoops. Buy hotels for like $5 or what? The shots have extended from Luca to the whole country of Slovenia. <laughs> we've gone from, no, we've gone from offending love, cities look, to states, geez, now countries. Let's, 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 let's go. I love Slovenia. All right. I love two of the three basketball players they exported. Luca just happens to be the one I don't like. Who's the other one? Marco Milic. Oh, Marco Milic. <laughs> Marco Milic. Marco Milic. You are club. on the record of saying you love Marco Milic. I own a game worn Marco Milic jersey. Of course uh, you anyways. do. <laughs> Didn't look, know those existed. Hey, look, look, let me just remind everybody the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. In your accent, too? Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Cam. <laughs> That's not what I sound like. Oh, no. That's the problem. Is that he just did that, and it doesn't even sound like me. Loki, Loki though, you don't sound like Esbo either. I sound more like no, him than he does don't. me. Because no, I got a little sultries, and I'm like, Cam. Neither do like, you he's sound like, anything like Cam. You want me to make you sound? Cam. There you go. There, there you it want is. It. I was there trying to make it sound like you sound in my head, not like how you react. Well, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game, the one and only Devin Booker. I finished mm-hmm. with 28 points, six assists, and of course, one block. We gave him the block. Here yeah. on this show. We, we count the block. We're counting it. It's Congratulations the block, the to Devin. Look, Gerald, you gave me a hard time about crown placement on mm-hmm. Saturday, when mm-hmm. it was, or on, whenever that was. When yeah, it was just on the fly night. crown placement. Monday, Monday night. <laughs> yep. Can we put put the crown back up, please? Mm-hmm. That is the exact placement <laughs> I did, cocked off to the side there, right? Yeah. It I had a look hand very in the. Similar. I had the hand in the way, yeah. which made yeah. my Photoshop required. <laughs> he had nothing, so, and you don't say anything about that crowd. Well, placement? listen, listen. I will defend myself before Gerald comes at me furiously because oh, I know oh. he's about to. Oh, yeah. It's because the, there's not enough room at the top of the picture, uh-huh. and I thought this was the best picture from the game. Why did we let him defend himself? <laughs> Who gave him a mic? <laughs> That's a good question. I think you did, actually. Damn, I did. I think it was I regret that decision. I'm supposed to try to fight everybody on the pod right now. I chose I yeah. chose violence, yep. you and you're all in my path. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, shout out to Devin Booker for another great game. Man, those threes, though, tonight, they were brutal. They were. He hit. It was a rough stretch for this team. Nobody shot for. Book hit the first three of the game, mm-hmm. and then they missed like seventeen or eighteen straight after that. Yeah, they didn't get their uh, second three until, until who? one minute and fifteen seconds remaining until in who? the half. Who hit that? Jay Crowder. Hey, oh, it was Cam. <laughs> That's right. It was Cam. <laughs> That's as much as you'll get from me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Put that um, on a loop. I got it. Let's go. <laughs> go ahead, Gerald. <laughs> no, I was. Just, I mean, twenty-eight, six, and five. He only shot one of eight from three, but nobody could hit a three tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, like we talked about, made that winning defensive play down the stretch. He had, I don't want to lose sight of the and one Euro step that he should have had. Uh, that looked like a foul that he hit off the backboard. That was a really tough shot that he made when the Suns were making their push late. So another really good game for Book. He was averaging like 38 over the last three coming into this. Another 28 tonight. The mid-range is coming back for him, so that's a great sign for the Suns. But we have a super chat. Oh, possible possible controversial take. Book is the Tim Duncan with attitude in the modern NBA. Not flashy, overlooked. Offensive fundamentals are pristine. That's I'll I'll buy it on the offensive end. Defensively, I mean nobody matches up to Tim Duncan really. Very few guys historically. But I think I, I think he's talking demeanor wise. Yeah, I think I can. I can get on board. I, I see more. Totally I, I see more. Like, because I don't know. I, I actually know. I would not say that. Looks like and a re- cocky version of that. Yeah. And also, Tim Duncan didn't whine as much as. Oh, that's does. crap. Well, <laughs> Tim Duncan whined. Go back and watch every some of play. Stuff. I don't know every, about as Go much, back I said as much as Booker. does. Do you think he, he legitimately complained Tim, as much as Booker? Tim Duncan had the. Like the, sure. the face and the, <laughs> sure, the, sure, the, sure. Always, the always, but it's yeah. like even plays where, like Tim, to me when I watched Tim Duncan, if he knew he fucked up, he just took it. He was like, all right, I fucked up. Whereas Devin Booker, like no matter what, he's arguing. No, I I could see it. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. I, I think you're right. It's not a perfect. 
uh, analogy. I appreciate the effort, there, though. But, you know, I can see where, where Manuel is coming from. I feel like we should give a few more shout outs, though. Yeah, we're definitely like, going to keep going down the line of people. Yeah, we're not out. done. The show's not over. Okay. <laughs> shout out Gerald Borgay. Gerald's like, hey, everybody gets their flowers today. Let's I'm go. just saying, like, Chris Paul At had least a... he's paying attention, though, and you want to give everyone your flowers. Thank you, Gerald. So last time I the wanted to give... The show's not over. What are we talking time, about? Last time I wanted to give everyone their flowers, you gave You're me so like, much You grief. said you want so to give Devin grief. Booker flowers. They made it seem like we never talk about Devin Booker. No, I said Booker. we need to give him some more. That's all. Continue. Well, Chris Paul did have a really big impact in tonight. He did. Yes. Until the last couple of minutes of the game, we weren't sure if it was going to be him for King of the Game or Book. He had right. 20, 11, 5, 2 steals, 8 of 14. Hit that 3 that was basically the dagger 3 to put it away. He played a really nice game, and during that third quarter stretch when they made their run, that was all him. As soon as they had to take him out, that's when the Mavs struck back. So he had a really nice game tonight. Well, we, I, we are the new Spurs. I don't know if you guys like that or not, but I don't. it's very true. He, Every, people CP, in the chat have been asking me about that all night. It's so true. <laughs> CP3 played good defense on uh, yes. on Luka as mm -hmm. well. We talked about this because at first I was like, why are, we, why are you leaving CP3 on an island with Luka? But Saul, you brought up a, a good point about – how CP3 is really good for a small guy at being strong when it comes to not letting guys get on the block. So I, we have to give him a shout-out for that. And he's too. so tricky. Like like anybody that's taller than six feet, as if they've ever had to play against somebody that was smaller than them and stronger – like it's it's a pain in the ass, yeah. and you and you don't you never know. The problem is you never know where they're going to be, especially a guy like CP3 who is probably one of the best guards of all time with their hands. Mm -hmm. Like think about how many times even tonight somebody had a fast break and, and he punches the ball at just the right time, mm -hmm. and he doesn't wait for you to bring it down because he knows sometimes guys don't bring it down, so he waits for you to just expose it, pokes it out, out of bounds. They they take and it saves two points. It's just. He's so crafty. He's so strong. He's, I think he's underrated strong. Like, because mm -hmm. he will match up against centers and hold his own. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's, that's a hard thing to do. He's the hit when they get like CP3 matched up on a big guy in the post and he's defending him. It's like that meme, like, call an ambulance, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what he does every time. <laughs> that's one of my favorite memes that has come out recently. <laughs> it's so good. Um, him pulling the chair out from underneath Luka Doncic, yes. though, tonight was yep. And that's quite priceless. the big chair to pull out. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. Like, Priceless. Maybe that's where Luca started to twinge his neck. A that's probably bit. where he hurt his neck for sure. Well, uh, that was when his ego got hurt, and then his neck got hurt afterwards. So. Oh, spicy limbs! Yeah. Oh, jab it! Like I'm telling you, at some point during the season, she will fully come to the dark side. People, <laughs> I just figure. I'm not going to direct it at any of you guys. I'll just at least not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> tonight. Those daggers will stay to the screen. But that was it, that was the old Barkley move when a guy would back him down. He pulled the chair on him all the time, and mm -hmm. CP3 did it at the perfect time. He just he knows how to set guys up. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I love that about him. Beautiful with it. I'd hate it if he was anywhere else, but I love it when he's here. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, I want to I want to answer a question in the chat. So M. Cole 42 said, who would you rather have long term? Bismarck, Frank or Dario, if all were healthy. And then um, right below it, MCG Blue said, that's a great question. Which of those three backup bigs is the best long term investment for the team? Look, I don't I don't think any of the three are your long no. long term answer. No. If you're looking at the next two years, I think it's two of the three that you have to have because they bring such different things. Bismarck is that that down low going to get rebounds, going to play the tough defense, and Dario and and Frank are the guys that will spread the floor, can pass the ball a little bit, uh, can bring a different game, and I think you need that change of pace, and they don't have it right now with these guys out, but I think having that change of pace, and hopefully Frank comes back before the end of the year, and you can kind of have that in the mix. But I think you need two of those three long-term. Yeah, I would say, I mean, under normal circumstances, I'd say Dario, but you never know how he's going to be coming off that injury, and he might not even make it on this roster past the trade deadline just because the Suns are going to look at all their options. But, you know, all three of those guys have been really good for the Suns when they've been on the floor. Um that's that's just a tough one. I I feel like Bismarck is probably the answer right now, just because the other two are are hurt. You never know how they'll be coming back. 
We have a chat. We have another super chat. Super chat. Yep. Elon Musk. Book needs to speak Spanish to increase influence. How do you know he doesn't speak Spanish, though? He does not. He said he he does not since you've been with the team, but maybe he's learned. In what free time? <laughs> when he was flying he, to Japan. When he was in the playoffs and been playing in the It's Olympics. like a 14-hour flight to Japan. Why not? <laughs> he learn a whole language in 14 well, I mean, hours. you can learn a few words. Book is a superstar. I mean, Maybe he's, I mean, good. Hey, he's good at Book is a very does, smart guy. So I'm not going to undersell him. Like, it wouldn't surprise What do you mean me. what kind of free time? It's not like they just play ball 24-7. They got other things that they do. Yeah. He went to the playoffs, hung out with Kendall, Went to the Olympics, Got hung COVID. out with Kendall, then started a new season. <laughs> so hanging out with Kendall is you, what we're saying. You yeah. Takes all COVID. the other free time. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're trying to learn a new language or you're trying to build a relationship that you are kind of a little bit newer into, I don't know. I I've, feel like the, I, I the mean, relationship I mean, an hour every morning on Rosetta Stone ain't going to hurt nobody. I find it disrespectful you don't think that Kendall could teach him Spanish. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know what to say to that one. <laughs> Rosetta Stone Maybe they're learning like it together on Duolingo. It would be awesome. The man lives and streams that. on COD and Twitch. He has free time. <laughs> yes, thank you, Connor. Yes. That's his. That's how he de-stresses. Oh, so I'm not, now, I know. I get it. I get it. He, it would be awesome if Devin could speak Spanish. And I'm sure it's something that he would love to do. And hopefully he finds the time to figure it out. You speak fluently, right? No. I wish. No? She understands I, most you are, of it. Okay. I understand, understand a lot more than I can speak. Right. And I can speak more slang than anything. Right. Slang's yeah. better than nothing. I this guess. is true. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, why don't we take a quick break? Because <laughs> I feel like that got really awkward for a hot second. Because we are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook is celebrating with a huge Some odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 to get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, you can still get in on the auction of the divisional round with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets for the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. I won't so reference again. <laughs> download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 and older only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. One of our friends in the chat early on said that they won $1,100 on a nine leg. Here it is. Mike B. Oh, shit. Won 80 bucks on Book's first field goal and $1,100 on a nine leg parlay nice. tonight. Damn. Nice. Congrats, Mike B. I won 100 betting the plus 300 after the third quarter. Is that well, what Shane th- said in the n- Discord? N- no, Shane said take the six and a half points. I said, screw it. I'm taking the plus 300 money line because I believe in this team. Nice. And I won 100, bu- 100 bucks. Nice. Uh, Hundy. Shane, did Hundy. yours hit? Yeah, of course. It's, okay. It was the, it was the plus six and a half. So so oh, I got it plus. Okay, the gotcha. Look, I, would I didn't love know to, what you were actually betting on. It out and I would love to be able to take the points every time, but it's just smarter to go with the spread. It just always is. Yeah. The consistency, consistency, Smart, smarter. I won. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, Bruster. Bruster, Bruster, Bruster. Who the fuck is I was in, I was in between brother and Buster, so <laughs> you just committed to Bruster. <laughs> Can we? Let's just talk. Talk about because the chat's talking about it a lot. We've been asked it a bunch. This is this the new Spurs? Are are these Phoenix Suns the new Spurs? I don't think they're as you as efficient. And Gerald could probably back this up. I, I like it, or he could probably give us stats on this later on, whether they are or not. Um, just from an aesthetic standpoint, like I've listen, I was in San Antonio watching these Spurs night in night out. It felt like, unfortunately. Um, and the, from the efficiency standpoint, I feel like they were a little bit more in a groove. Plus, they had the bailout of Tim Duncan, um, which was like the ultimate bailout. Uh, but they're close. Um, close in terms of, you know, their three legs were Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan being the primary. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas ours are more uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Aiden with Devin Booker being the primary. Mm-hmm. And so I think wow. while when you break down Devin Booker and Tim Duncan, I think those two are as efficient as equals. But I think you get a little bit more from Tony Parker and Manu than you do from Chris Paul, 
and and uh, DeAndre Aiden on a more consistent basis right now in their careers. So I think they're very close. And from a systematic standpoint, they do it at both ends. But I would say that the Spurs are just slightly better than where the Suns are currently right now. And if DA can step it up just a little bit, they will be right there. I'd say like schematically, stylistically, they're kind of like the more recent Spurs, like the 2013-14 teams, Mm -hmm. the ones that like moved the ball really well and had a lot of shooters. You know, that was like the Danny Green, Gary Neal, those type of guys. Um, the Suns have guys like that, like two-way guys that can shoot, they can defend, they move the ball really well, and they defend really well. I feel like they're in that same type of vein. Definitely not as far as like this, like the you know the big three Spurs that we think of, like Duncan and Manu and and TP, but more of the modern Spurs, the one that just their ball movement was incredible. I feel like we see that from this Suns team a little bit more. I don't know if they're on that same level, but the, I honestly think they might be because they're a top five defense top five offense if they win a title they will definitely validate themselves as a a team in that same type of vein not a superstar that's like overwhelming like you know a lebron james or a steph curry in the playoffs type run but just two stars three if you if you include deandre if he has another run like that and then a lot of really good complimentary pieces yeah i think i think it's superficially similar in terms of good coach Mm -hmm. solid fundamentals not the flashiest team you're going to mm-hmm. see yep. see out there. Uh, they play well on both ends of the court, and they got guys that other other cities aren't going to like. You know, because yeah. CP3, Book, uh, Jay, they all get under uh, under other guys, uh, other teams' skin. So I think uh, at a surface level, very much kind of the new Spurs. But I think there are obviously, as, as you both pointed out, some fundamental differences. In, in What's games. so funny is, is, is uh, you know, I, like I said, I lived in San Antonio from 2005 to 2011 during the peak of their run. And the same things that we say about the Suns and how they don't get the national love and respect, these guys won championships mm-hmm. and still didn't get the love oh, yeah. uh, from the national media because it was always about LeBron or it was always about somebody else, right? Um, and obviously, chat, we know. The Suns, at least we hope that our Suns are not dirty assholes like those Spurs were. And, <laughs> I was going to say the chat has and issues. They're, and and they're not paying off refs. Like, we know this. We're talking about fundamental schemes and player uh, achievement on the court as opposed to just being an asshole and doing dirty shit. Hey, some okay, but I wouldn't be mad if a ref helped us win a championship. I'm, I wouldn't be mad about that. Low key. For real. Low That's key. why it's <laughs> deserved at this point. <laughs> For real, <laughs> they owe us at this point. Just, just a little bit. What were you saying, Espo? Sorry. No, I, was, no, I don't remember. We can just move <laughs> on. <laughs> First time ever. I'm speechless. So. All right. Well. uh is there anybody else, Gerald, that you'd like to shout out tonight before I, we move on? Yeah, I feel like Mikhail Bridges did not play his best offensive game, and, and we've talked about his shooting struggles and how he kind of hasn't really stepped into that that role as like you know beginning of the season. Monty was even saying he could be third our third option. That hasn't happened, but he did make some game changing plays down the stretch. There, he had that deflection. That led to him being on the floor and then he got the defensive rebound that like fell right into him. And then on the very next play, he got an offensive rebound and then wound up getting the ball back to Bismack for the dunk there that put them ahead by like five. That Those are game changing plays, even though they're not flashy and can fly under the radar. That's just the type of thing that he does. And if we remember back all the way to the bubble when this momentum started building, he was the one that got that deflection that led to Devin Booker's game winner against the Clippers that we'll never forget. Like he just makes those quiet plays that you need to win basketball games in tight games like that. Can we give some flowers to Cam Johnson too? Mm-hmm. If we're just dapping everybody, yeah, dapping them up. Why not? <laughs> because uh, he played pretty good defense on Chris Stapps when he was when he was up against him. He did. Uh, where other guys weren't doing that early on. He had that unbelievable dunk, which we. We can pencil in one of those every five or six games. <laughs> we get one of those from Cam. Uh, I know, again, not the big flashy game, not huge points from him, but I think he did the little things as well to help him win. You guys brought up two guys that I thought, you know, they, they, I mean, Mikel was good defensively toward down the stretch. You going with Brian's guy? Yes. 
Like yeah. Jay Crowder. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yes. Like my guy was was he had ten points in the third quarter, kind of keep keep the Suns afloat, hit some key buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, like you definitely gotta give him some credit because he, he played a pretty good game, I thought, all the way around. Um it was just uh, overall, like again, like it doesn't matter how sloppy this team looks in the first three quarters. It just always feels like they're gonna figure it out in the fourth quarter. And if if it's within five, under five, you're basically toast because they got two of the best closers in the game. And that's just very nice to say. Mm-hmm. Look, too, Jay's swag level on uh, 2K has got to be 100 because he hits that three. They're still down at this point, and he gives the shush to the <laughs> Dallas crowd and tells them to sit down. I love me some Jay Crowder for that. Absolutely. And then uh, just shout out to the seven guys on the team who all – uh, the other guys at didn't least get a shout got out. one steal tonight. <laughs> you all get flowers. The Suns, the Suns as a whole had 13 steals tonight. And that's pretty impressive when you have seven players on your team at least having one steal and they, in the same game. They outscored the Mavs 31-7 in points off of turnovers. They had one fewer turnover as a team than Luka Doncic had by himself. Right. Those are the types of things that can keep you in games when you shoot like 20% from three. So that was huge. Yeah, so anybody on the Suns that would like to come collect their flowers or edible arrangement, <laughs> you can come to the office tomorrow. We'll have them for you. We will have them ready for you. All right, it is time to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. So COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Before we show you this picture, I just, you know, listen, <laughs> I, I think everybody in this room at some point has taken their shot in this regard mm-hmm. when they've, uh, you know, tried to holler at a girl or a guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, my guy pulled out the ultimate shot during the game and had a <laughs> fur coat on while hollering at this girl next to him. He took his shot. Uh, he had to have been hot as hell underneath that thing. Looks like you got it from Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, we're so. watching a basketball game in Serbia. Why do you need that right? kind of jacket? He was harnessing his 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 inner Slovenia is what he was. So. If it was a wolf coat, I would get on board with it. Looks like she's giving the. <laughs> What's the difference? Because my wolf coat is cool. That oh, is I not. thought you meant like a coat made out of wool. <laughs> Thank you, Gerald. You <laughs> no, understood I, I got it. the reference. It just I, uh, needs the head on top. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, so he took a shot. Uh, I don't know if it paid off. I'm really hoping it didn't because I don't want to wear a fur coat ever again because they're just uncomfortable. Yeah, they're they're pretty hot. I'm not yeah, going to lie. See? I mean, she was wearing a son's jersey, so it makes me sad. <laughs> want more for yourself. Right. Wait, can you put that back up one more time? I want to see she it She was wearing a son's jersey? Yeah, she yeah, was. She, she was. was wearing a valley jersey. I don't know if you can see it in the picture, oh, but she, she is wearing it. Yes. I, I like uh, Brian in the mm. chat says, Walmart Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Good call. Very good call. <laughs> So All that's right. that's take your shot. Right well, once again, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. All right, gentlemen. Where, where are we going? The PHNX Suns crew had an exclusive interview with the one and only Jalen Smith yesterday. And uh, the gentleman held it down during that interview. Here is a sneak peek for you guys well that's good because uh espo has a nice little surprise well, for you okay so uh, before we get into some other questions we've got a lot of fans of yours that, that watch the show uh, and they comment in our chat and they like to call themselves sticks kids so we actually made a music video for sticks kids <laughs> that we want to show you now please feel the, how to, welcome to react however you feel about this Okay. Check one two, check one two, uh-huh, uh-huh, check one two, one two. PJ uh-huh, Father uh-huh. on the beat. I don't wanna grow up. I'm a <laughs> million different basketball skills that he can play with. From dunks to blocks Let's to long range shots. He's the greatest big man there is. I don't wanna grow up. Cause maybe if I did <laughs> oh my god. So is that the worst song that's ever been written or sung about you, Jalen? Uh, no, no, no. I liked it a lot, you know. I never had a song made for me, so that was the first. Yeah, well, well congratulations. 
I apologize. I was the one that sung it, but I'm That's glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thus, can, <laughs> can you believe they played that for him uh, in real life? Let me make this very clear. I will debase myself for anything. <laughs> Whatever it takes for the entertainment uh, of the uh, Cove Crazies and the three of you. Uh, for what the six kids. Is what it's for. <laughs> for the he six was, kids. He was so gracious about it. Thank he was God. So, he genuinely laughed. <laughs> he laughed. He like, liked I it. was terrified he was just going to look at this and go, what, what the hell? Yeah. I would have just stopped moving and pretended like I had internet error. Well, see, we should have prefaced it by telling him what it, like the parody was from. No, I didn't. Um, wa- I wanted it. I wanted it. I literally, I didn't care. If he had turned to Cole, the, the, the great uh, Cole uh, over at the Suns uh, Basketball Communications and said, why did you put me on this show? I would have been fine with it. I, I'm, I, I am very glad that he laughed. And then admitted nobody had ever written a Brittany, song about it. Brittany Price says, book's got Drake, but Sticks has DJ Father and Espo. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says, as the Sticks kid CEO, I can finally die happy. Oh, man. Walmart Espo singing by Scott. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Nope, that was God. actual Espo. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the whole interview. Or we have, that's not the whole interview. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's it. We, we, we just got to Jalen Smith, and the only thing <laughs> that was asked was how he felt about the sticks but, get right. but we did cross a lot of different topics yeah. like the mm-hmm. forever debated are you a four or a five we talked about that with him mm-hmm. uh and a bunch of other topics that were he was just so gracious and we awesome trade deadline with him too we, did. Mm-hmm. we sure did so we we didn't we didn't take it easy we we asked him about some of the, a lot a lot of the things that we all talk about here on this show so we, we definitely didn't take it easy we played sticks yeah. kids for <laughs> right, that's true, that's we true. punished him I mean, <laughs> oh, oh whoa, whoa. Coach JJM in the chat uh, super chat oh, us man. Suns fans are going to put our money together maybe we can afford uh, to buy Shamit out of here's my contribution I thought this was just to <laughs> apologize to, to sticks we were just going to give him a, a pile of money and go sorry we played that for you okay so here's the thing though Code GJM is not the only person in the chat who has mentioned their frustrations with mm-hmm. Landry Shamit mm-hmm. well can let me before we get to that the sticks interview will drop tomorrow midday in our audio feed YouTube and Gerald will have uh, an article based around it as well. So look out, look out for that. <laughs> yes. uh, now let's. I have uh, nothing let's... to talk about when it comes to Landry Shamet. He is dead to me right now. <laughs> oh no! I mean, he's basically been dead to the Suns for two months. We're but... Damn! Um, <laughs> see, I didn't go there. Now, see, yeah. I, look, Manuel, thank you for your super chat as well, supporting the cause. We're we're still gonna need what a. Thousand times what my math. Yeah, we only need forty million dollars. We need a lot, a lot more than that to buy out uh, Landry Shamit. And I'm I'm sorry, sorry, guys, but uh, as much as I distaste uh, Landry Shamit at the at the current moment, he might he might turn me around down the season. It's happened before. Still time. Um, If we got forty million dollars in the super chat, we sure the fuck ain't giving it to him (laughs) right now. We'll give it to Sticks Kids. We'll donate to charity, or we'll give ourselves like a nice little office that you all could come to. There we go, because it'll be so big and awesome. Look, James go. Jones has already made the mistake of paying him forty million. We sure as hell ain't doing it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he doesn't deserve eighty. Oh man, Gerald, um, are you buying any Landry Shamit stonks for the rest of the season? <laughs> I mean, now would be the time to buy, but it's not looking pretty. Like his three point percentage, his field goal percentage have just been trending downhill. He only played ten minutes tonight. He was a team worst minus ten in a game. Or I'm sorry, Cam Johnson was actually a minus fourteen somehow, but he just hasn't been good this season. Wait, um he played tonight? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like it was mostly in the lack first of half. Impact he legit was. played tonight. I don't even know if he took a shot. It was but he he went 0 for two. Missed both of his threes. Um, <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> it's It's been rough on him, and I feel like he's one of those guys that definitely gets in his own head. He's his harshest critic, so he's probably down on himself, and that doesn't help. You need to have if that irrational ever, confidence. If, you, if you've ever heard Drake seeing uh, um, side pieces, mm-hmm. he says, I have a rough night. I went 0 for 2. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Let me say this. You have the most random. Because <laughs> yeah. then he says, I need that one thing that only you can do. And he's talking about side pieces. <laughs> let me let me say this. And we all know. He's talking about Landry Chapman. We all know when I say this, I, I, I mean this seriously and it carries weight. Landry Shamit 
is the Walmart Abdel Nader. Oh, man. Ooh. That's mean. Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary. That's Aww. where he is right now, all right? Ouch. I have spoken, and I am done on this topic. Okay. Hey, if James Jones gets the opportunity to, to, to trade Landry Shamit, mm-hmm. he'd be a fool not to right now. And that's, that's what I'm... That's where I'm at is if you have to attach a first round pick or even two to get a trade done that helps this team move them closer to a championship, just do it. Yeah. Like you don't need a 2024 pick right now. You need a damn championship. 50 plus years as a franchise without a title. This is as close as you're ever going to get. Go all in now. Don't be stingy with picks that aren't going to affect you until two to four years from now. Hell, the Nuggets traded for a 2028 pick. Mm -hmm. That kid's nine years old right now. (laughs) Well, they also traded a guy that had a bum foot too. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm totally with you. Like, if you, I even, I think at this point in time, I am kind of like, even if you have to overpay a little bit for somebody who helps you win a championship, Mm -hmm. just do it. Yes. Figure the rest out later. But like, get that championship. This is it. This is the year you got to do it. Like, I want to fucking a parade right down central ave Mm -hmm. i i need that in my life i don't care if it's a thousand Mm -hmm. degrees outside we all need that and we'll all just rock it outside and have a great time Mm -hmm. it's all whether the sun's win or not we'll give you a parade down Uh, i appreciate that i appreciate that it'll be less big if it the sun's don't win but we'll give you one okay all right espo i think you have something planned i do that none of us have any idea (laughs) what it is i like this right now He's um, an, he's really happy. <laughs> DJ Father, are you ready? Oh, oh no. No, it's not another song. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry, it's not another song. It's oh, remix. I was like, no. why is it the remix? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, so earlier this week, Twitter unveiled a new ad campaign where they've put oh. up billboards oh with tweets from people <laughs> that become famous or achieve something, and these are tweets before they do it, right? Oh, so little did you guys know that they put out Suns versions of oh, these, let's right? Go. Okay. And I don't know what order we're going in, so uh, so you just throw them up there and I will uh, follow along. We'll start uh, with you, you I'm nervous. Oh, we'll start with me. <laughs> I tweeted back in 2010 this Walmart version of Coke is trash. Man, <laughs> I hope I'm never the Walmart version of something. <laughs> no way you tweeted that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Can <you do> that? <laughs> Bro. Bro. No. Oh, it's a fake. <laughs> Gerald's not getting Don't worry, guys. Like, I got oh, my it. God, the coincidence. Gerald didn't understand the assignment. I didn't get the assignment. Gerald did not get the assignment. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> he's like, no way. I we should have just played along. Yes, I can. I know. It's crazy, Just wait. Right. It was the what? picture that threw me. The picture threw me. He told what Gerald said. He's like, I said that? What? Okay, let's, let's, let's go to that one. Oh, right, right no. Over. no. <laughs> Do we have Gerald's available here? Lizzie has lost it. He said, back in uh, 2011, <laughs> Gerald said, being in advanced high school math is going to pay off something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed you tweeted that. Uh, By the way, I did find a super young picture. When we oh tweet these out, go look. You have a super young picture. Oh, I killed Lizzie. Uh, let's, let's go to one of the Suns players. We'll, we'll come back. Oh, around. my God. Oh my <laughs> what do we got? Actual we got tears. Frank, Frank Kaminsky. Is that the next one we got here? Yeah. Uh, Frank says... Uh, Back in uh, on March 25th, 2015, go look it up. It's an important day. I know I've I've now ripped the hearts out of Arizona two times, but someday I'll move the valley and get a cove and a podcast chat named after me. <laughs> These are so damn accurate. He's crying. It's unbelievable. Lindsay's dead right now. Oh my let's, god. Let's save Lindsay. Let's, save, let's, let's go to Bo- let's go to Devin Booker. Back in, in 2012, Book tweeted, Hooters with the fellas and then a championship with the Valley? Uh, I think that one sounds great, too. A little, a little early to bring that one up. Yeah. We'll look at it. And our friend uh, Jalen Smith uh, also had one of these. Uh, he tweeted back in uh, 2015, he said, Just got the new nickname Sticks. Hope someone eventually makes a song about it. <laughs> Congratulations, Jalen. Our very, very last one. Here, uh, let's let's look at it. It is our very own Lindsay Smith, who tweeted back in uh, 2012. She said, 
Someday I'll be on a book cover that'll eventually get me mocked on a podcast. <laughs> How freaking accurate are these things? It is unbelievable. Oh my god! I, that is, like I'm, Gerald. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing so much. But that was like the most genuine. Like you were so happy for us. I thought it did. That was dream. Like it really happened. <laughs> Started? I was like, how long has he been on this Walmart kick for? <laughs> for a decade? Did you out yourself oh for doing illicit drugs? Oh my god. Holy it was shit. so perfect. Oh shit. Oh, I did not get the assignment at all. It was awesome. I literally have mascara running down my face. Right I made now. Lindsay cry. I don't think we've so ever perfect. seen Lindsay do this before. Like this not is this next, hard. This is another I level. Full sure. fledged broke Lindsay on that one. So. It was just like it was so pure. It was so pure oh, was. and it so was. perfect. It's like, oh man, good for you, buddy. Literally oh, everything no. about it was so precious. Lindsay's oh, not even laugh crying anymore. She's just crying. <laughs> just crying. Crying to the chat. Uh, someday someday a person will wear a beanie and make me go full Armani mode. Devin Booker tweeted in 2016. Oh god. What was it? It was someday oh, a person will wear a beanie and make me go full Armani mode. <laughs> Devin Booker, 2016. You're welcome, Buck. <laughs> oh, Manuel and Jackson Gerald turn into surfer dude like, yo, no way, bro. That's insane, bro. <laughs> I thought it happened. Oh, man. Oh. And then as soon as I saw everybody's face, I was like, oh, damn it. I put my hand on As soon as I felt like, the no, hand, bro. I was like, oh, so sure. He's so sure played it up and then read his right. Yeah. Just to see if he oh, thought he actually quit. Damn it. Oh, oh, so good. Damn it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm How about them sons? 15 to 6 that. in crunch time that tonight. Was that so was perfect. great. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I think it's, I think no. we're good to wrap it up there, okay. Lynn. That's a wrap. <laughs> There's no coming back from this. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know Pete Davidson was a surfer. Bees in the chat. All right. Oh. I got it together. I promise. <laughs> if you have not yet um, become a member at gophnx.com, please consider doing so. Our very favorite person in the entire world, Gerald Bourget, writes amazing <laughs> Suns content that you can only read at gophnx.com. And also really? gets you... Really? I swear to God. No I way. Swear to God. For real, bro? <laughs> Dude, oh. I'm so happy for you. Connor hit me with the Kobe White. Oh, oh, wow. wow. That's, That's crazy, crazy, bro. bro. Wow. wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, so good. Damn it. Oh. So, yeah, head on over to gophnx.com if you haven't checked it out yet. Oh, put that shit on um, the loop. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bokeman. You can follow Gerald on Twitter at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo on Twitter at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just remember, if you make a good enough fake tweet, anybody will believe it. <laughs> Ahoy hoy. <laughs>